Hello and welcome to the official Folk Albums Chart Show for Tuesday the 8th of June 2021. We have three new entries, a bunch of re-entries and a change in the number one spot. We're also going to have an interview with the Irish singer, songwriter and guitarist Declan O'Rourke. He's going to be telling me that he could have turned out to be a painter like his granddad if things had been different. And he'll be telling me about the experience of being produced by none other than Paul Weller on his new album, Arrivals. There's also going to be music from The Unthanks, from Bunkarth, from Bobby Lee, from Lauren Housley, from Johnny Flynn and Robert McFarlane, and from Laura Marling. But let's kick off with one of those re-entries. The latest episode of Folk on Foot features Jim Geddy and his friend the fiddle player DBH and the double bass player Neil Heppleston walking with me in the Moss Valley near Sheffield. Boy, was it fun getting that double bass over the styles. Anyway, his album In the Furrows of Commonplace is back into the charts at number 39. And here's an exclusive on-location folk on foot film of one of the tracks from it, Stolen Ground. Me. Every voice is 
Jim Geddy and Friends recorded in the Moss Valley in Sheffield exclusively for Folk on Foot. Check out their episode of the podcast at folkonfoot.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So here's the first chart rundown. At 40, Fahil's magical, mystical Ratline is a re-entry. At 39, In the Furrows of Commonplace by Jim Geddy is also back. At 38, Brian Finnegan's mesmerising Hunger of the Skin. At 37, Stick in the Wheel are holding fast. At 36, another re-entry, this time for The Unthanks, with Diversions Volume 5, live and unaccompanied. We'll hear from them in a moment. At 35, Invisible Music, folk songs that inspired the novelist Angela Carter, a fascinating project by Polly Paluzmo. At 34, the Welsh band Boon Carth are still with us, and we'll hear from them later. At 33, Frank Turner and John Snodgrass bounce back into the chart with Buddies 2, Still Buddies. At 32, Karen Matheson assures us there's still time. And at 31, Scarivore are live across Scotland. But let's go back to that re-entry at number 36, reminding us of a time when bands could travel freely, perform to non-socially distanced audiences and even take their young babies with them. This is One by One from The Unthanks. We go walking in the dark We go walking out at night But it's not as lovers do To bind to, to and fro But it's one by one One by one In the dark We go walking out at night As we wander But 
Such beautiful harmonies from Rachel, Becky and Neerfer, the Unthanks with their number 36 album, Diversions Volume 5, Live and Unaccompanied. Well, we're going to take the chance now to play you a track from an, another album that's been in the chart for a long time. Uh, Bunkarth 2 by Bunkarth has been in the chart for seven months and it's a number 34 and it celebrates all things Welsh. And I'm indebted to Sarah, who runs the band's website, for her guidance on how to do the Welsh pronunciations. And I'd like to apologise right now to any Welsh speakers who might be listening or watching. Uh, the track that we're going to play is called Dos Un De Flyin, which means Go Ahead. And it was released for Welsh Language Music Day in 2020 with a wonderful animation by the illustrator Chlaiki Non. Enjoy. Rwyt sy'n cofio braf Oedd nos weithiau'r haf Pan oedden ni yn chwarangol ar stryd Yn blant i'r byd heb unrhyw gyfrifol dew Cyn i lais prysur I hid in a day, long thunder and Sydd i bod ffordd o'r blaen Drwy y drysas yn dy feddwl dy hyn Dos yn y nos i'w weld y ser Sy'n teidio rasgwr nad y mer At yr heddwch sydd yng nghanol o byd 
Ratser Heloch Sintekanati Terates Kitamain Velor Plain Tosi Well the Time and all that Hail Viglavir Vloids and Kalu Armen and Thanks to Boone Karth for that wonderful track. Here's the next chart rundown. At 30, Bibio are still sleeping on the wing. At 29, Fairport Convention's medieval concept album Fame and Glory. At 28, One Legend, two concerts live by Runrick. Martin Simpson is at 27 with his fantastic home recordings. At 26, Chris Drevers, Where the World is Thin. At 25, Joshua Burnside taking us into the depths of hell. At 24, The Pogues with their BBC sessions from the 1980s. At 23, Seth Lakeman marks the anniversary of the Mayflower's voyage with A Pilgrim's Tale. At 22, Shirley Collins with Heart's Ease. And at 21, a new entry, Bobby Lee and Origin Myths. So Bobby Lee's album Origin Myths was recorded in rare moments of solitude while he was living through lockdown with a small baby. And I can imagine just how rare those moments of solitude were. It was on four track tape and some of them were recorded in just an afternoon with the imperfections left in to show that nothing is ever really finished. And Bobby plays all the instruments on the album. And I'm just looking at the list here. Electric guitar, bass guitar, drum machine, organ, acoustic guitar, dulcimer and lap steel as well as doing the recording, mixing and artwork himself. So here in an exclusive for the Official Folk Albums chart show is a film made by Bobby Lee. Hi Matthew, uh, I'm excited that Origin Myths has made it onto the Official Folk chart. Um, this is a song called Broken Prayer Stick which is the second track on the album.
the extraordinary Bobby Lee with Broken Prayer Stick from his number 21 album Origin Myths. Well, now we can welcome the extraordinary Lucy Shields of the Folk Forecast with news of the gigs, virtual and real, that we can look forward to over the next month. Welcome back, Lucy. What have you got for us? Hi, Matthew. So with it being June, it's Pride Month, so we've got lots of gigs coming up from live to your living room. They're doing a whole month of Pride Month events. So they've got concerts with Narvan, Granny's Attic, Hannah James, Southering, Holly Clark, and they're also doing a Pride Month showcase of up-and-coming artists. And I think the shift to online gigs has really helped to enable that kind of more inclusive programming to happen. So that's been really great to see. Then on the 12th and 13th of June, there's a weekend of events called the Black Soul Sessions, which is being run by Folk East in Suffolk. And that's got Martin Simpson, the Eliza Carthy Trio, Catherine Priddy and Jez Lowe. And you can see that in person as well as online. And then last month we mentioned about Catherine Priddy having her debut album and there's a launch event for that on the 25th of June. So that's being live streamed from St Paul's Church in Birmingham. Um, And I think it's going to be really great for her to be able to mark that moment properly because it's been so long coming, that album. And Lucy, I think you personally have been involved in a really interesting project. Can you tell us about that? Yes, so I've been working um, with the team over at Ondervinden Theatre on a project called The Folk Effect. So essentially, the idea is they're starting with a traditional song and then they've got six artists who've each got 24 hours to write a new song and each one is inspired by the one before. So it forms a chain of songwriting. So they've got some really great artists taking part. So there's Rena Connolly, Kate Young, Ellie Gowers, Lisa Knapp, Willem Brown Reese and Jackie Oates. And I've been quite lucky that I've been able to have a little bit of a sneak peek of what they've been writing because they've been writing them this week. So Kate Young's has got really interesting use of technology. Rena Connolly's is very atmospheric. Um, Lisa Knapp's is quite ethereal. So they've really sort of drawn their styles through, even in 24 hours. And they're really beautiful, and it's going to be really great to share those. So the songs are being compiled and made into a film with some really lovely illustrations by Joe Elizabeth May. And it's being broadcast on Wednesday, 16th of June at 7 o'clock. So you can watch that on Ondervinden's Facebook page, YouTube channel and website. And I really recommend tuning in because there's some really, really beautiful songs that have been written. Sounds absolutely fantastic. What about album releases coming up? Anything caught your eye? Yes. So um, Lady Nade's got a new album coming out on the 18th of June called Willing, which is made up of lots of personal stories. And she's written it during the course of the pandemic. So it explores lots of themes on friendship and love and loneliness and all the things that we've experienced in the last year. And she's really drawing on her personal experience to create something that resonates with people everywhere, really. So that's going to be a great one. And then Mary Watson and Oliver Knight are re-releasing The Days That Shaped Me. So that's a special 10th anniversary reissue of that which was their first album as a duo. So they're in the Waterson family, their siblings, and they've got Eliza Carthy and James Yorkston and Catherine Williams as guests on that album. And it was a really important album for them. So it's really significant that it's being re-released on vinyl and it will be great to um, hear that. And then finally, another one that really caught my eye was a new EP by The Breath, which is paying tribute to Karen Dalton a 60s folk singer who influenced the likes of Bob Dylan and Nick Cave, but largely went unrecognised in her own time um, and actually died homeless. 
So they've got two tracks on that EP. Um, the first one, Something on Your Mind, was a song that Karen Dalton actually recorded 50 years ago. And then the other one, Remembering Mountains, is using Karen Dalton's lyrics, but the breath have put it to music because Karen Dalton was quite reluctant to sing her own songs and preferred singing those of other people. So it's really poignant, the fact that the breath have actually put that to music and put her music out there. Well, that's really fascinating, Lucy. Thank you very much indeed, as always. People can find out more details of these gigs and events on the Folk Forecast. How, how do they find that? So you can Google the Folk Forecast and you'll find it there, or you can follow us on social media channels on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and the handle is just the Folk Forecast. Thanks, Lucy. See you next month. More from the chart now. At 20, John Bowden is on the last mile home. At 19, Sam Lee with Old Wow. At 18, John Smith's beautiful The Fray. At 17, Settlement from The Straubs. At 16, Pete and Diesel are live at Barrowlands in Glasgow. At 15, another new entry, Lauren Housley with Girl from the North. And we'll hear from Lauren in a moment. At 14 and 13, two adjacent albums from The Levelers. Their studio recordings, Peace, and their live Glastonbury set from 1992. At 12, Peggy Seeger's first farewell. And at 11, Boss from Jamie Webster. But let's go back to that new entry at number 15 from Lauren Housley. She hails from Rotherham in South Yorkshire, but she sounds as though she might have come from Nashville. And indeed, the video for this track, Stay Awake to Dream, was filmed at a disused airfield outside of Nashville. Have a look.
But I'll always remember that body's still on the floor. Did they know it was Christmas with those blue flashing lights? They started running for the rest of their lives. I've got tears in my eyes, putting stars. South Yorkshire last Lauren Housley with Stay Awake to Dream from her new entry album at number 15, Girl from the North. Now, before we carry on with the chart, I just wanted to talk to you about a new episode of Folk on Foot that's coming out on Friday the 18th of June. It features the English fiddle player Sam Sweeney taking me for a walk up Swift's Hill near his home in Stroud in Gloucestershire. Along the way, he's going to be telling me how he now owns Dave Swarbrick's violin, how he was recruited to join Bellowhead as a teenager and had to learn the bagpipes to take part, and the poignant First World War story behind his album The Unfinished Violin. Uh, let's have a little taste of what's in store. heaviness put on tradition and where things came from and source whereas actually if we all just start thinking of it as this wonderful communal 
repertoire, this sort of gift that's been given to us to discover, and we're just adding to that treasure trove. So I find a lot more joy in adding to tradition than I, than I used to. Yeah. Sam Sweeney at Swifts Hill. That episode of Folk on Foot comes out on Friday the 18th of June. Don't miss it. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. Now, number 10 in the chart, we have the sea shanties of the Longest Johns in Cures What Ails You. At number 9, Kate Rusby's Hand Me Down. At number 8, this is the kit with Off, Off, On. Off, Off, On. At number 7, Blackmore's Night with Nature's Light. And then at number six, this week's official folk albums chart features the powerful new album Arrivals from the Irish singer, guitarist and songwriter Declan O'Rourke, produced by the great Paul Weller. And I'm delighted to say that Declan joins us now. Welcome to the show, Declan. Hello, Matthew. Delighted to be on. Thanks a lot for having me. Are we talking to you at your home in the beautiful village of Kinvara by any chance? We sure are. Front and centre. <laughs> Just tell us a bit about Kimbara because it's on Galway Bay, isn't it? Yeah, literally the Atlantic, Galway Bay is just behind us here and next up America out that way. And we're, we're pretty much the first thing that uh, the wind hits when it comes in off the Atlantic. So all the trees are bent in one direction. They just look like they've been windswept. It's, it's very uh, dramatic landscape, but it's always beautiful here, whether the weather's good or bad. Or, just seems to be spectacular. It's very inspiring. And is it a place that you've always been drawn back to? Yeah, since my my youngest memories, my, my granddad was a painter who came from here and left us. Uh, he died in 1980, but he left the extended family a big, you know, gathering of these paintings of this place. He painted it all his life. And it was just this very dreamy landscape. I never saw it until I was in my mid 20s. Really, I was here once when I was very young, but I just have little pictures in my head. But I was always drawn to it, especially the sea. I think, I, I mean, I was a city boy growing up, really. Spent most of my, my early years in Dublin and in Melbourne. I lived in Australia as well. Uh, but I always wanted to spend some time here. And when, when I arrived, it just felt this huge connection and, and ended up living here, yeah. And is the first track on the album about your grandfather? It's called In Painter's Light. It's a very good question that when I wrote it, it was during the record and uh, Paul, who was producing the record, asked me to write one more. And I had that half written in the background. We were just putting together an exhibition of my granddad's paintings at the same time here in Kavara for the first time ever. His paintings were gathered up and I wrote that song, but I thought I was writing it about my own experiences, wanting to be an artist growing up, which was inspired by him. Uh, but after I'd finished it and the record was finished, I played it to my cousin and she, you know, that was the first song she heard. It. She said, is that about granddad? I said, uh, maybe it was, I didn't realize. So in a way it's kind of, um, when I listen to it now, I think it's more or as much about him as it is me. So it's, it's an interesting. If it's gone a different way, would you have been a visual artist? Was that something that you tried when you were a kid? Oh, I loved drawing when I was a kid, you know, I was fascinated with, um, with the, the concept of painting. He, he passed away when I was four and sadly I missed getting to see him doing that, the process, you know, because I think I would have learned. I inherited 
I was given some of his paints when I was very young. Didn't really know what to do with them, you know, just made a mess. But um, I loved drawing and I always wanted to pursue that. You know, I took up music when I was, you know, maybe 13, I started playing guitar. It was always going to be one thing or the other. I knew I wanted to do one of those things. And But, um, you know, I, I think music and art are both very greedy. They want all of your time. So the road diverged very quickly and I chose one over the other. Uh, but I always loved drawing still and I think I was okay at it. So you never know. <laughs> you you mentioned Paul who produced the album, who is, of course, Paul Weller. Uh, how did that come about? We were on a label together in 2005 when I put out my first record, V2 Records. And um, I, I met him through that um, and somebody told me they'd given him my record and that he loved it at the time. He was like the biggest thing on the label. I was one of the new kids and I didn't believe what they told me, but he turned out to be a real, real uh, sweet man. Very, very encouraging. And we developed a nice friendship that endured over the years. He was a big um, fan of I your think, song Galileo, I think, wasn't he? That's right. He, he gave it some great uh, endorsements and it was really huge for me to, to get that from, from somebody who'd been around for so long and has seen it all come and go. I think as a, as a younger artist, it really gave me a sense that to trust my instincts and, you know, maybe I was doing something right. So it was really valuable in that way. And um, when it came I, to I this album, were, were you nervous about approaching him to produce it? Absolutely, a little, yeah. You know, I mean, he he could have just said, "Get stuffed," you know, or whatever. But I took a risk, and um, you know, the, we we had kind of talked about doing something together along the way, and um, it just felt like the the right thing to do. I, I had never worked with a producer before on my six previous records. But I was to say, my my sense of you was that you are fiercely independent, and that you might not take well to having another voice in the studio. That's really, that's, that's the way it's always been. Uh, but I, I know that that can be, you know, something that limits you. And I was conscious of that all the way. And I knew at some stage I would like to work with somebody in this group of songs because they were going to be so stripped back. I really instinctively felt I wanted a, a second pair of ears to reinforce me and to challenge me. It'd have to be somebody that I would respect enough that you would listen to them. And, you know, it kind of organically happened that I was listening to his latest record. And, um, True Meanings was the name of it. And it, was, it had a lot of orchestral stuff. And it just, I could really hear the decades of experience in the studio and the comfort and ease there. And, you know, very quickly my mind shot to maybe, maybe Paul could be the guy, you know. And, and I texted him, you know, within an hour or two before I had time to chicken out. And he was very receptive and it just went from there. It was really a beautiful journey, though. And um, I, I felt I was rewarded a thousandfold for the, the risk of, you know, taking that chance because it just took it somewhere else altogether. And he plays quite a few instruments on, on, on the tracks, a little touch here, a little touch there. Did that just come organically in the studio? Yeah. Again, it, that was a, a lovely kind of... Uh, evolution of the record was to go from you know I, I almost was tied with the concept of it just being very stripped back just me and he had the idea of adding these very subtle textures that would just come in and out like brush strokes he called them uh 
you know, to go with the artistic flavor. And is it, I, I actually couldn't imagine how well that worked, you know, because I thought to, to add something in the middle of a song that's, that's so bare and then to, to leave would feel intrusive and it never did. It was really, really, it was a real eye opener actually. And um, that's, that's credit to him and, and his experience. I suppose we can see that on the track that we're going to play from the album, which is The Stars Over Kinvara, because there's that lovely cello uh, accompaniment to you on the guitar and the vocals. Tell us about this song and, and, and what it means to you. Uh, this song was literally my my wife and I had our first child here. And uh, actually, it, it ties into my granddad again, because he left here in 1937 and he was the last of his family to to have any children so he was he, in fact he was the the family name died off here after he left he was the last child born here and uh so when my son was born here three years ago he was the first member of the family to be born in Kibara in 102 years and uh so that was really lovely i mean it didn't plan that if i'd have planned it i would have went for an even 100. <laughs> but um you know, we were on the way home from the hospital with him and just the way it happened, my wife and I were in different cars because she'd gone to the hospital on her own. And uh, so I, I, I was doing this thing on the way home. I was recording like into a dictaphone. I was talking to him for in years to come, you know, saying we're just coming around the corner and we're not far to go. It's really emotionally to think about it. And um, but we were coming in towards Canberra and it was just the starriest night at the end of January. I'd never seen the sky so clear. And I stopped the car. I had to stop the car and get out and just take it in. And um, something I said when I was talking said the stars over Kimbara, you know. And it was like, you know, boom, I felt a little trigger that comes when you write a song sometimes. And, and so the song became, you know, the story tying the generations together, really. Declan, let's hear it now. Congratulations on the success of Arrivals. Thanks for talking to us. I hope one day we'll walk with you on Folk on Foot. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matthew. Lovely to talk to you. Summer nights on his racing bike, your great granda might go killing. When our classes were done in Galway town, cycled home the miles between, and the moon overhead led him home as he sped. Till the stars over Kinvara said welcome home Long before I ran to be your old man I dreamed of living here Where Atlantic waves neath Dungura's gaze Keep the air so fresh Unclear. I was twenty-five 
late eyes On where I knew I'd find My children's eyes And the stars over Kinvara Said welcome First night I drove you and mommy home I pulled over in Ballanderine I just had to pull in I had never seen Such a sky of gems that gleamed Oh, Ryan was out And the starry plough the night was on display over the barren the road and the bay there were ten more lights that shone for each one of our own passed on and I dreamed that my go-to was shining down on you when the stars over Kinvara said welcome home when the stars over Kinvara said welcome So atmospheric. Thanks very much to Declan O'Rourke, whose album Arrivals is at number six in this month's chart. Everyone's a winner. At number five, it's Flight with This Is Really Going To Hurt. Everyone is free. And then at number four, uh, the highest new entry this month is a collaboration between two of Folk on Foot's favourite people, the actor and musician Johnny Flynn and the nature writer Robert McFarlane. They've got together during lockdown to create this album called Lost in the Cedarwood. And we can now hear a track from it with a great animation by Lynn Tomlinson. This is 10 Degrees of Strange. One, two, three, four...
like a river right down to the sea gonna run like the sand through the heart of a tree I run cause I must be that dog in the dust oh you are the Lost in the middle We took signs for wonders And some other meteors In winter the thunder The trees split asunder Wherever we wander This month's highest new entry, 10 Degrees of Strange from Lost in the Cedarwood by Johnny Flynn and Robert McFarlane. And I can reveal to you that we are planning to go walking with Johnny and Robert for an episode of Folk on Foot in the very near future. So sign up for our newsletter at folkonfoot.com or follow us on social media at Folk on Foot to be the first to find out when that episode is going to air. In the chart now, at number three, are the staves with Good Woman. To make ends meet, I'll try And spend what's left on blues and getting high At number two, Jamie Webster is still riding high with We Get By. Still we Get By. 
and that means that going back to the number one spot once again after nine months on the chart is Song for Our Daughter, the exquisite album by Laura Marling. Though they may want you to tread in their trail Only to see if the path they set fails Though they may want you to take off your clothes Whatever they think that the action exposed Clothes on the floor Taking advice From some old balding boy You'll ask yourself Did I want this at all? Do you remember what I said? The book I left by the Words that soon survive around. Lately I've been thinking about our daughter growing old All of the bullshit that she might be told There's blood on the floor Maybe now you believe her for sure She remembers what I said The book I left by the bed The words that some survive
Laura Marling back at number one again in the official Folk Albums chart show. Well, that's all for this month. Don't forget that new episode of Folk on Foot with Sam Sweeney coming out on Friday, June the 18th. And if you like what we do, why not consider becoming a patron of Folk on Foot? We rely entirely on contributions from our viewers and listeners to keep us going. So every small donation makes a really big difference. Uh, If you'd like to take part and want to know about the great rewards that we offer, just go to folkonfoot.com and click on the Support Us button. Thanks, as always, to the Folk on Foot team, and thanks to you for supporting this great music. 